You're listening to The Dirt on Dating Show with your host, Misha Noah. Get ready for real stories with everyday people on topics like the hottest dating apps, when to commit, and how to find a partner you actually click with. Whether you're on the prowl or spicing up your relationship, we've got the dirt to help you find success in today's digital dating world. Welcome to this episode of The Dirt on Dating Show. I'm Noah. And I'm Helene. Today, we're going to take a glimpse into what it's like to date Jeremy. Jeremy is a social coach, podcaster, and influencer. Growing up, Jeremy struggled with severe social anxiety. To overcome this, he decided to become a social ninja and now shares his knowledge and experience with others that seek help connecting with others. Jeremy, that is awesome. I'm sure a lot of people can relate to having anxiety. So thank you for being here with us. Absolutely. Thanks for having me. You're welcome. Yeah. So Jeremy, how's it going? going good i just actually it's funny i i was just rushing off a call right now i'm currently doing a social challenge which is kind of like the theme of myself doing social challenges that scare me to push me out of my comfort zone even more i just got off the a zoom chat with uh, like seven or eight strangers who are part of the yes theory fam in egypt um and currently uh-huh. i'm doing a random social challenge where i'm talking to someone or a Zoom chat, I'm talking to someone in every single country and every single U.S. state in the world. How, wow. do you, how do you find them or how do they find you? Instagram. Like, it's, it's, people are so excited about it. At first, I did it because it scared the crap out of me. I've always mm-hmm. wanted to do it. And mm-hmm. the, the, only, the thing that had me do it is something I have to talk about in like my teaching my clients. Is talk, like we, have, we have want and then we have should. And one of the things we, I do is I throw should I force should out there. So what should it looks like is like, I'm doing this. So now I have to do it. Like I'm, I make a post on it. Like I'm talking to someone from every country, every state. Right. Now I have to do it because should's in so, front of me. Yeah, you're shitting on should. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, how, so how does, does hotness have a factor into whether or not you makes it harder or easier? If like the other person's hotter, does it like be like, now you have a little more anxiety around it or? No, I I really don't. Like, I don't see it as that way. I just, Mm -hmm. um, because what what usually happens is I, so I did the post and then there's this guy I met who his, his mission is to speak to 10,000 strangers one-on-one for an hour. Wow. Wow. Yeah. And I met, I met up with him and then I, he actually, I, I tagged him in my story to show that I was going to talk to all these people. And he ended up uh, sharing my story. He has like 40 something thousand followers and people started reaching out to me. And I ended up just like sending out my Calendly to all the people who wanted to meet me. So I sometimes would just like get on Zoom, no idea what they look like. <laughs> oh, it's so That's wild. Amazing. And just yeah. know nothing. I'm like, okay, who's this? Where are you from? <laughs> just jump on. I've had as many as like 11 calls. Wow. A day. It's like, it's wow. like a blind date. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And le- you, you don't get paid for this. This is just something you genuinely, like you genuinely want to do. Yes. Uh, yeah. Do you get, get like reward points if you reach 10,000 hours? No. Well, for, for me, I it started out just kind of like challenge myself and keep, keep myself busy. And speaking of dating, I actually just got a relationship. So it's kind of like a positive, positive way to kind of, you know, move on and get excited about something new. That's something I talked about. I was listening to this this guy who lost feelings in his leg and everything. And he did a, a like a TEDx and he talks about the way to move on from something is to get excited about the next thing. So mm. it's kind of forced into that. Yeah. It also keeps you busy. So you're not, you're not, you're not going through there and, and, and recycling through a lot of the same thoughts 
tell, tell us a little bit about the, if you're, if you're willing to go there a little bit about the relationship and, and how, how it sort of ended a like lessons learned B just kind of, what are you looking forward to? Yeah. Well, what happened is I was, well, I was, I was in this space where I was trying to find myself and like, what am I going to do in my, my life? And I was kind of depressed, if I'm being honest. And I decided to be random and spontaneous. And I booked a one-way flight to Taiwan. And I look, I thought about it. I was like, if I'm 85 years old and I'm looking back at my life, am I going to regret moving to Taiwan one way? No. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. So I just, I literally spontaneously bought a one-way flight to Taiwan without thinking about it very much. And then, so what happened is I was at the grocery store. And I saw this girl who I met way back in the day and we connected and I'm like, Hey, it's good to meet you. See you again. She actually, it's funny. She actually ghosted me. I Did you offer number. to touch her melons or that line no. didn't work? Okay. <laughs> so I ended up, yeah, so I ended up reconnecting with her and I said, Hey, I, I, I'm actually leaving to Taiwan, but I'm, you know, I'm down to hang out. I'm just letting you know, I'm going to be honest with you. And she's oh, it's fine. We can like, we can still hang out. No pressure. And then we hung out and kind of, and we hit it off. And then moved to Taiwan and we kind of did the long distance relationship thing. How long were you there for? I was there for three months. Okay. So I was going to do a minimum a year, but then COVID happened and Mm -hmm. I also came home to, you know, come back to her as well and help my parents out for grocery shopping, et cetera. Right. Seems to be like a common theme in your life. Lots of things you're doing at the grocery store there. I get it. I see you. I see you out there getting those groceries. So, so tell us now, you know, that you're, you know, in this new chapter, you know, obviously you have this new thing with a social challenge, but, but what are you maybe most excited for now that you have, now that you're single Jeremy and you have a new sort of uh, approach going on here? Um, well, I guess to kind of turn back to what I've learned and that's to go all in on things. I feel like a, a part, huge part of me was nervous to, to invest all in emotionally because I didn't, like I literally went to Taiwan to find myself and I wasn't really expecting this relationship. And then as I'm going on it, I, I, I wish I went all in. Like I wish I went, I committed hundred percent emotionally. That's one thing I learned. So I'm going to do it from now on if I really, you know, into a girl and then, as far as what I'm excited about, I'm excited about just live, um, do as many things I can that scare me in a, in a weird, in, a, in an awesome way. Like for example, um, for the podcast, I went all out. I decided to put myself out there completely. And I always talk, I always talk about reps, do those like reps towards my mission, reps mm. towards my mission. What does that look like? Right. Mm-hmm. And for me, that was reach out to TEDx speakers around the world. I reached, oh, wow. I reached out to a many TEDx speakers and over 15 were on the podcast so far. Amazing. And I'm actually, I might go to Mount Everest in uh, October. And actually GoPro sent me a free GoPro for it. Hey, <laughs> so that's going to be really cool. Tag your sponsor. I get it. No, they're not my sponsor. They give me no money. <laughs> Take that out. <laughs> so tell us what I'd love to know, right. actually, with, with, with your sort of approach at going out there and talking to new strangers and stuff, has that impacted your ability to meet new people in like a romantic connection as well? And then if so, what advice do you have for people that are sort of not sure how to approach someone they like or a stranger? I like the question. So to kind of go back a little bit, I was, I was, had really bad social anxiety. And the thing that got me into talking to strangers and then girls in general is actually pickup. 
So I was, uh, I read the game, Neil Strauss, the game, <laughs> and I'm, re- I'm reading it, like at my junior college in you know, Santa Monica College. And then some guy who was in my history class was like not good with women. All of a sudden had like the gear and he, he was just, like <laughs> talking to all the ladies and just so much more confident. And I'm, and I'm reading it and he's like, oh, the game, I read that. <laughs> so it's like, and then I was like, oh, really? And he's like, yeah, I'm actually part of a pickup community. I'm like, what hmm. is that? So then that was like my first, that was my first preview of self-improvement. Like there is, of course, aspects of it I didn't like. And that was like, mm-hmm. you know, putting the girls down and the routines and, you know, the cocky, like the, just the cockiness of it. There's, there's some like, na- like negative dynamics of it, but there was right. an element of self-improvement, improve yourself, believe in your value, believe in your worth, concentrate on effort over results, give yourself love for the wins, not the results. So my advice would be to just reach out to as as many people as you can. I wouldn't like, I think the big thing is guys do in general is they're like, I like a girl. I'm going to talk to her and her only. No, no. Talk to everyone. Talk to everybody, not in a romantic way. And then when you finally do like a girl, that part of your, that part of your your social muscle is going to be worked out and it's going to be buffed by the time you meet that girl. Mm -hmm. How do you, how do you typically, how do you typically go about like that? transition from like interested in somebody to bringing them home like how does that work (laughs) yeah walk us through your process of how you get it into the sexy time realm (laughs) (laughs) well it starts out of like i I think it depends this case by case. I think some people are like, hold on, this person's giving me interests. Let me be interested. I think there's a, there's a value dynamic of it. And there's Mm -hmm. also like, what do you want? Like understanding and writing down, like, what do you want in a relationship? Knowing like, do I just want to hook up? Do I just want a friendship? Do I want like a relationship? Mm -hmm. And kind of know that deep down, those, those three approaches are going to be a lot different. And then just be honest about it. Like, you'd be surprised. You, you can say to a girl, hey, I'm just listening. I'm not looking for anything. I'm just looking for something casual. I just want to be honest with you. Just saying, I just want to be honest with you. Man. Helene's you kind like, of are forfeiting, you know, your accountability there. Yeah. Yeah. Because then you're being honest. You're not just mm-hmm. like a thing that's, that's really toxic. A lot of guys do. They pretend like they want a relationship to try to get a girl excited and they mislead them. And then now that's toxic. Mm-hmm. When there's... Yeah. there's Let's be honest, there's a lot of women only looking for uh, something casual. And newsflash, girls like sex just as much as guys. Absolutely. Is that what your girlfriend told you? <laughs> God. No, that's from research and re- doing a lot of reading. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> Good point. Okay. So now I also just want to ask a little bit about, you know, so got your process. What are, what are some things, like, if somebody is is not sure about, like, how to approach somebody in the first place? Like what advice do you have for, for them there? Great question. I think that guys have this thing where they overthink what they're going to say and do. And it's more about doing it and how you say it. Like you can go up to a girl and say the smoothest line ever and it won't work. Or you can go up to a girl, you can say, hey, what's up? <laughs> Well, what, what the listeners oh, aren't seeing at home is that he did this kind of wave. And I think the wave is what got me. So I'm just sad that you guys can't see that. <laughs> I, I like the follow up to what's up. I like what's that up? one. That hey. was good. That, that would have that got my pants down. What are you? Yeah. What are you <laughs> it's good to see you. How are you? What are you doing here? Yeah. No, wow. I, 
I think Jeremy's right. I mean, just, just start a conversation and say, hi, it doesn't need to be something that's very well thought out. You just need to say, just be present, just be present. Yeah. That's all we want. Mm-hmm. Present. And do, a, do, a, do a countdown so your brain can't cock block <laughs> straight yes. up. Yeah. Three, two, one. Hey, what's going on? <laughs> Give yourself a time frame so that you don't have a chance to back out of it. No, because yeah. brain, your brain's going to try to stop you like from doing it. Even uh-huh. if it's great for you. Like our brains do not want change, even if it's positive because it's change. So mm-hmm. knowing that and having that awareness, you can go like to help you get through it. Mm-hmm. And it's yeah. also like creating a positive relationship with our brains. Like even when it's being mean and saying mean things about to yourself and you're being hard on yourself, it's just this dynamic of like, hey, listen, I understand you want me to have peace deep down. But like, yo, I want to talk to some more girls. So <laughs> come on, let's, let's, let's get along here. Have you ever had like a really great one-liner? Yeah, this is my favorite one-liner. So you can go ahead and um, send me Thank a Venmo. Thank you. Jeremy Dash Green. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> I, in, in college, I would sit down at a girl and, or sit down like next to a girl and I would say, hey, sorry, I'm late. I got stuck in traffic. You know, have you been waiting here long? You know? <sighs> And say they ordered food. Like you ordered food without me. Rude. Uh, that's cute. That's I mean, really cute. How, does that work all the time? It works so well. Yes. Yeah. Wow. I'm, I'm, I'm changing my status right now. Yeah. Right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's so, uh, Jeremy, I, I do want to shift gears just a little bit and, 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 and ask, it sounds like you have a, no trouble kind of getting out there and meeting, meeting people because you put the reps in you've, you've practiced that muscle to a certain degree, but I'm, I'm curious just to see what would make you feel the most fulfilled in your love life. Like what, what is the dynamic that you're looking for? Yeah, that's a good question. I think that there's a, there's a very toxic idea that's been circulated in our cult or culture. And that is I'm looking for my other half. Mm. And I think that's awful because what that does is it signifies I'm not whole. Right. So first off, like, no, I'm looking for my plus one. Mm-hmm. So with that element, I don't want someone to complete me because that's saying I'm not whole, as I, as I said. So what would complete me is not wouldn't. There's no completing me. I am whole. I don't need anyone. And I feel like a lot of people have a like look for things to try to like make the, to to overcompensate or, or or fix something with themselves or fix them. They think their life mm-hmm. is going to be so much happier with a significant other, and that just causes all sorts of tension and and toxicities within the relationship if you're both not kind of on your own really really whole so would make me would me if i was i want to kind of date myself for me i know it sounds cliche but i want to date myself for a little bit and really like reconfigure what i want in in a relationship and in a girl and just someone who's kind of like i'm the engine i have an engine i'm good on my own and that girl is kind of just like the sunroof you know the extra features (laughs) that's amazing so all right as this is the Dirt on Dating show, we got to ask a, just a couple dirty questions here. Mm. So, <laughs> I like how he gets so shy. Yeah, I do. yeah. So you know, as you're dating yourself now, I mean, now it's like you can you can explore whatever whatever you want, right? You're free of judgment. What's a wild fetish that you've encountered? Wow, I guess it'd be like one time I was I was hooking up with a girl and she put her finger in my butt without asking. Mm. <laughs> that, was an, that was an interesting one. I was like, whoa. Right. Well, did, did you keep it in there? <laughs> he, he gets all nervous asking, did you keep it? In there? Yeah. <laughs> did I you mean, like it? 
I mean, I, I agree. She probably should have given you like a, a heads up, oh, like wow. cough, <laughs> cough twice if you, you know. Oh, <laughs> um, it caught me off guard. I mean, I, I honestly, I didn't stop her. <laughs> it was just kind of like I was, I'd be drinking and I'm like, fuck it. <laughs> <laughs> cool. I think as we're getting close to wrapping up here, is if is there any advice that you would give to your younger self as you're getting out in the and in, in the the dating world? Oh, yeah, she is. What age are we talking about? Like middle school? Or <laughs> are we talking about like? Let's say the college? guy that just picked up that that game for the first time. You know, you're reading the book, the game, and and you're sitting here dreaming about all the pussy out there, and you're wondering how you're <laughs> going to get out there and get it. What what advice would you would you give yourself? Because I, I know that's a that's a thing. Like right, like a lot of guys are just sitting here like wondering how they can get dates in the fr- for the first place. And they're going through this, this mental shift of, you know, from scarcity mindset to abundance mindset. And there's all this pressure, right? What would, would that advice be? Well, me particular, and a lot of guys have this mentality of I need to go hunting, like I need to find the girl that I want, and I need to impress her and I need to do all these things for mm-hmm. her to like me. And so based off of that, my, my advice would be like, honestly, be your true authentic self unapologetically and i would shift him from hunter mentality to fishing mentality like really put myself out there in a real powerful level like check it out world this is what i'm about and embrace the haters because the haters all that all it is is projection of their own insecurities Mm. they're trying to project onto me and then um, I'm not every girl's gonna like me. That's okay. And to embrace failure and fail as many times as I as, as I can, or I would say, hey, fail as many times as you can. Collect those fails. The more fails you get, the more um, happy and successful you're gonna be. Fantastic. Yeah. Thank you so much for shitting all over. Should I loved having you? It's been really <laughs> fun getting to know you. Thank you. Yeah, Jeremy. Everything. And if people want to get uh, tune into your podcast or your YouTube channel, where do they go? Well, my Instagram and, and is Jeremy Talks to Strangers and my, uh, the podcast is The Social Ninjas Podcast. Beautiful. Yeah. Fantastic. Thanks for being on the show. Thank you. All right, everyone. Thank you so much for tuning in. Uh, don't forget to swing by and give us some positive feedback. Of course, if you want to be featured on the show, visit dirtondating.com slash single. Tell us about your story and we'll bring you on and chat about all the good stuff. Yeah, and be sure to share it with all of your friends. We really want to share the love. All right. Thanks for listening to this episode of the Dirt on Dating Show. We hope you enjoyed the ride. Stay safe. Talk dirty. And we'll see you here tomorrow for another wild dating adventure.